Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talking about chicken a la king Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh Real potatoes and vegetables With roasted garlic and basil Zucchini ziti Granola fruit bar Look at all this beautiful food Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge. My guest today, it's a first, everyone, a first for Green Eggs and Dan. It's our very first um, adult film actress, porn star. I don't know what the correct terminology is. Uh, she is the star of many films, including Cheating with My Wife, Perv Mom, Love Her Feet, uh, Fuck Buddy Custody Battles, and of course, say it with me, Lesbian Tutors 8. You can, <laughs> you can find her on Pornhub or YouPorn or wherever you get your porn. Uh, please welcome Lexi Luna. Hi, Lexi. Hello. Thank you so much for that glorious introduction. <laughs> of course. Lexi, this is very exciting. We've never had... First of all, is it adult film star? Is it porn star? Um, Which I like one to call it? myself a porn star because I feel there was a time where I didn't call myself a porn star because... I felt like I was just a girl who had done some porn, but I feel like after over 400 plus titles and <laughs> constant porning, yeah. I feel like I'm a porn star at this point. You're like, a star. You I'm are a star. star at this point. So I've accepted uh, it and now I call myself a porn star. So this is very exciting. I The way that we met was over Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, you reached out and said you wanted to be on the podcast. Now, I don't know if you're a fan of the podcast or you're just trying to do more press or what it is. But I was very intrigued. I was like, well, this is interesting. I've well, never... I was intrigued by you and your fridge dives and all that. So, you know, mutual mutual interest. Well, that's <laughs> nice. And and right away, I was like, um, yeah, what is in the fridge of a porn star? I've never, <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of what a porn star fridge is. Um, yeah. So, everyone, if you've ever wondered like I, you can now see Lexi Luna's fridge on my Instagram, at standupdan. Okay, here... <laughs> We go. First of all, great fridge. Thank you. Great fridge. Again, I don't know what I expected from right. a porn star's fridge. Right. But um, I feel like it's there. It's very uh, well organized. It's very nice. Yeah. Uh, automatically, my eye is going to gravitate towards the white cream colored liquids uh, <laughs> because there's a lot of them here. I don't yes. know if it's for practice or what, Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> oh um no they are not for practice. i love that you are zooming in for us yes okay um That's okay like front and center i'm gonna give you props for this because front yeah. and center up top you've got kefir yes. again one of the uh the white creams uh yes. kefir is a very uh probiotic very good uh stuff and then you've got i think this is either middle eastern yogurt or is it lebne which it's one is lebne. That? it is lebne yeah I love it. Are you Middle Eastern? I'm not, no, but I just, I love all types of cuisine. And I have, being in Vegas, I live near a, an international market and it is impressively huge from 
every, every different aisle is a different country. So there are a lot of different options. And mm-hmm. I just went there and, you know, my, my biggest reason for going there was the tea selection. They have much better tea selection from teas all over the world. So that's one thing that I really enjoy. And when I went there, I, I was obviously like taken aback by the size of this warehouse and I found all kinds of different things. So I started trying some stuff and you'll, you'll notice there's like a curry ketchup down there on the door to that red bottle. Yep. That's the oh, curry cool. ketchup. So all the sauces, like I'm just like adding, adding stuff to my food is, is my jam. That's why I kind of love this fridge because it's kind of how it's it's very similar to my fridge in that it's got a lot of the Middle Eastern dips going on. Yeah, um, I do love big tu- big tub of hummus over there. Yeah. Um, some sort of tzatziki situation yep, under probably. it. Is that what that is? And then like, is that a salsa? Yeah, salsa. I do. And, love then, <laughs> and then there's another uh, threesome of. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Well, that top one is also a salsa that I get at the farmer's market here in Vegas, and it is fantastic. It's cilantro and jalapeno salsa, oh. so it's actually a little different. And then, of course, a second selection of two um, hummus. Hummai? Hummai. Hummai. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the plural is hummai. Um, very cool. Um, and then a lot of Greek stuff. you got the Greek feta. you got the Greek yogurt. Uh-huh. Um, I do love a Greek. A lot of stuff here. I, I mean, again, I have, I don't, I have very minimal notes and very nice. Minimal order. notes. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what I would ding you for. You've got the there are a lot of pickled items too. The jars are all pickled things. What you don't see is in the pantry. I have reserves of pickled things like sauerkraut and kimchi and that kind of stuff. But that's it hasn't been opened yet, so it's not made its way into the fridge. So. Yeah. Okay. So you're very, I mean, it seems like you're very healthy. There's nothing junky in here. Uh, probably the pizza is probably the junkiest. Oh yeah. Okay. There's a box of pizza here. Where is this from? Um, gosh, I think it's one of those, like, I think it's like a, one of those where you like make it in front of you. I don't know. One of the chains where they make the pizza, you put the toppings on and then they bake it for you for like was this, seven minutes. Was this like a, you, by the way, you just described every single pizza restaurant. <laughs> You're like, it's that I mean, place. Like, no, no, no. It's the place where they have the bar and you're like, I want pepperoni, but I don't want like weird shit. And you just like make it yourself. Oh, or, got it. Yeah. Okay. But you, so it's like, it, but you tell them what to put on it. <laughs> okay. So it's like a, it's like a subway sub shop, but for pizzas. Exactly. Okay. Got yeah, it. And the names are all escaping me now and they're different in different regions anyway. So. Um, I do love this museum of mustard you have here. <laughs> a museum of mustards. I'm going to label that box museum of mustards now because I dig that. That alliteration just makes my heart sing. Please. I mean, you have one, two, three, four, four, maybe five uh, behind six, there. Yeah, something. There's a lot. Five or six different mustards. Um, are for you all a- for different purposes. Really? Are you using these like for dressings and also for? What no, you I just them use them for toppings, uh, hot dogs like kielbasas and different sausages yeah Um, yeah sometimes i'll make like a mustard mayo sauce for something that's tough for you when you talk about food and people know you're a porn star and automatically their mind wanders like when you said kielbasa and hot dog (laughs) and you're like i was like dan don't say don't say anything don't (laughs) say anything dan be cool no i totally welcome the the jokes (laughs) i mean if we're not having fun what the fuck are we having I mean, yeah, a porn star that takes themselves too seriously is just... Yeah, it's Not a good look. 
I mean, anyone who takes themselves too seriously, but especially a porn star, you got to have fun with it. Um, okay, great. And yeah, I mean, again, then you, you've got a nice little selection of fruits here well, in the crisp. To be honest, they're just kind of dying fruits because here in Vegas, it's so fucking dry. That, yeah. Sorry, can we curse here? Have I already- yes, you're allowed to curse. <laughs> Uh, it's so dry that no, no the- we allow we allow porn stars as guests, but they better be well behaved. <laughs> but uh, they it gets so dry that I, I leave any of that on the counter and it just shrivels up. Yeah, shrivels so up again. Bit. My mind is wandering. Shrivels up. What is this over here, Lexi Luna? That okay. So on top is a bag of spinacopita that I had baked, and it was just leftovers. Okay, cool. And in the bowl is my favorite dessert. Um, which is a wait, st- where in the bowl here? It's the that sorry, I'm not pointing like you can see. It's the white bowl where the spinacopita is on top in a bag, and then oh. there's a bowl underneath. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So in that bowl is my favorite dessert, which is a baked banana pudding with coconut and a mango puree. Oh, fun! I feel like the banana pudding craze was something that magnolia bakery like put on the map i don't know if you've ever had magnolia bakeries they have a banana nilla wafer pudding thing that is like just took over the world for a while and i'm i'm here for it the thing i love about it is that you have to make it with like the artificial jello packets like you can't use an artisanal jello it has to be (laughs) like jello basic banana flavor (laughs) yeah i know totally like banana flavoring that was made in a lab Um, this is like hand smashed bananas it's actually like oh it has the essence more essence of banana as opposed the banana flavoring i only like in like the runts candies runts candies i don't know know the runts they're they're like the the orange one they have a yellow banana one you've seen them wait it's not hold on i'm gonna look at google it real quick use your favorite search engine (laughs) (laughs) use your favorite search engine alta vista um uh runts candy you for sure had them Oh, yeah. These things? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, that's yeah. the banana flavor I can handle. I can't handle it in, like, a dessert with other real things like coconut and mango puree. <laughs> that's so funny. So you're like, if I'm going to go artificial, I want to go all the way. But yeah. it has to be on its own. I get that. Because yeah. artificial mixed into stuff. Like, when I'm having – if I have, like, a Jack and Coke, and it's mm-hmm. – I hate diet soda so mm-hmm. much. Like, it kills me. And it, it, if it's made with a diet soda and, like, I get tricked by it <laughs> – I am in a lot of pain. I'm 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 angry. I'm 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 on Yelp. I'm giving reviews. If yeah. I could give it half a star, I would. I would. <laughs> um, a lot of fun condiments here uh-huh. in the door. Tell me what this big bottle is in the back. The big bottle is an Asian sauce. I believe it is. It's like really sticky, like molasses. It's like brown. Hoisin. No, it's it's sweet. It's like a sweet. Um, like a teriyaki ish. More like a sweet soy. Oh, interesting. And it's um, really, it's really sweet. And you need like a tiny little bit of it, but it comes out in like one glob. It's slow like molasses. So mm. it just is really hard to work with. So it's like one drop does you in a in a stir fry. So that's gonna that's gonna outlive you in that fridge. A hundred percent. And that is the smallest bottle they sell at the international market. <laughs> interesting. By the way, I love that you're going to this international market because. I'm assuming it's like run by very traditional Middle Eastern people. Uh, then, a little bit of everybody, yeah. And then there's this porn star just walking around doing her groceries. My tea, <laughs> my lemonade. <laughs> I love. I actually it. got a trout there the other day, a whole trout because they have a big old fish market in the middle of it, and um, it was delicious. 
I got to tell you, trout is one of my favorite fish. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very well priced. It's not too expensive. It's very flavorful. Yeah. I think if it was trout versus Branzino, I would take trout any day of the week. 100%. And if trout was the same price as Branzino, then everyone would do that. But they're like, oh, no, trout's a cheap fish. It's shitty. No, but objectively, it tastes better than stupid Branzino. I have a, I have a war against Branzino. I can see that. On this podcast. <laughs> Because I just think that I, Branzino's a fine fish, but the price point now at restaurants has just gone out of control. Insane. Insane. No out. need for that. No, we don't need that. Um, well, very good fridge. I, I, the, you have another fridge that you sent us. Which I I'm, did. I'm <laughs> going to. My drinks fridge. <laughs> you sent me the. You have a fridge devoted just to drinks. Oh, oh hold no. on. I'm in the wrong screen. <laughs> there we are. And there it is. Okay. So. Okay, where is this fridge that you have a fridge devoted to drinks? This is in the garage. Okay, this is in the garage. Um, this is, I mean, you fucking stay hydrated. <laughs> Look, it's there, it takes a lot. Also, in Vegas, it is rough out here, especially right like this week, we're starting to get into the hundreds and into the hundred and teens, maybe. So it's just really important to stay hydrated. But yeah. at the same time, like, let's, let's really look at what's here. Hydration is not necessarily the main goal. <laughs> no. Like the middle above the proteins is like all just energy drinks. <laughs> yes. Are these but, are any of these sponsors? Because no. like you you fucking you organize them, like all the labels are facing out. It's There's like a, a reason very... for that. There's a reason besides my like slight OCD and like I love seeing a collection all pretty in the same way, in the same orientation. I even keep my like face products with the label facing out just because I like the way that it looks. And yeah. this is really mostly because I have a lot of people coming in and out of my house people who are filming for me, people who I'm filming with. And it's easy to just be like, go get what you want from the fr- drink fridge. And it's not a jumble. So they can see how many Red Bulls there are, sugar-free, et cetera, energy drinks. I don't metabolize caffeine like everybody else. So energy drinks don't do it for me. I don't get any of the boost. So that's not for me. Those drinks are for everybody who comes to visit. Oh, interesting. Wait, hold on. Are you talking about people visiting like friends coming over? Or are you saying like you do shoots in your house? Both. You so you'll do a shoot in the, in the house, and then you'll be like, "Listen, Jerry, um, it's about to get. There's going to be a lot of cardio in this next scene. Yeah, you might want to get a uh, a Red Bull um, or a Celsius or a Waterloo. I have a selection in the fridge. That's very <laughs> thoughtful of you. you no, know, that's part of I think being in that older category of milf and being you know like <laughs> that's what it is. Mom's host." <laughs> Oh, my God. So you're a MILF on and off camera is what you're saying. I think it's sexy. I think it's hot to be a woman in charge and in, and very, like, confident in yourself. So, yeah, yeah, I feel like I exude it in my everyday life, too. Absolutely. And then, um, okay, so on the top here, again, you have you have uh, pickles. You love pickles. <laughs> Giant jar of the biggest. And it's just so stupid because I bought this huge jar. But it doesn't fit in the other fridge. So I have yet another jar where I'm taking these big pickles and putting them and like transferring. It's a mess. When you're eating pickles in front of people, do you feel pressure? Like they want you to take a huge bite. Can't you just take a little bite and it's fine? Does it annoy you that they're like waiting for that moment? Crunch. For the crunch. They want to see how much of it you can fit in your mouth. I mean, (laughs) I feel like only a scumbag would think of that. 
You know, I can't say that anybody's really felt. I felt the pressure of anybody's eyes staring at me as a crunch to a pickle. But well, that's because we've never hung out before, Lexi. You're right. Maybe, maybe I should just like stare into the camera on my YouTube channel and just like crunch giant bites of food, and that's like the whole channel. I mean, look, I don't think anyone's bridged the cross section of foodie and porn star. Oh, a hundred percent, they have. Oh, really? I'm sure. Come on, there's so many. There's so That's many true. good crossovers there. That's true. What if you were like a like a high end foodie porn star? Like you went to like three star Michelin restaurants and just shoved all this food <laughs> in your mouth. Just a mukbang right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is for my YouTube channel. I gotta record this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're at like Alinea in Chicago. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So on the top, and then you've got some beers here. Are the beers for you or for others? Um, I do enjoy a Heineken every now and then, but mm-hmm. those beers honestly are from the last time we had whatever holiday we had, right? Like, what was our last holiday? Our last holiday Memorial was... Day. Sure, Memorial Day. Yeah, so it's like leftovers from that. <laughs> okay, and then you got that. not the... really a thing in my, in my life. You're not a drinker? No. Yeah. But I do have a lot of, like, I have a little bar just because it looks pretty and it, you know, other people drink. So I'm, mm. I have, you know, being the mom, I am making sure everybody's taken care of. <laughs> That's very nice. You know, I'm a non-mom, but I like to take care of my guests as well. And I actually go so far, and some people think this is weird, but I have a carton of cigarettes in my house because I've had people over so many times and we're drinking and eating and they're like, God, I wish I had a cigarette. And I'm like, here you go. That is next level. I will say, I tip my imaginary hat to you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't smoke. That's just for the guests. Yeah. I will I will bestow the cancer upon you. <laughs> but I shall not take the cancer myself. I shall not imbibe. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, what's with all the protein? Why all the protein shakes? I don't eat. I can't, like, chew food in the morning. I'm not a breakfast person. So my, if I have a shoot in the morning, I'll grab one of those on my way out since it's in the garage mm. and uh, drive myself to set. And maybe I'll have half of it. But just to get some energy in me before I have to do all the work things. Okay, let's get into it. First of all, great fridges. You're going to get a good rating, I promise you. But okay, now all the questions that have been on my mind. So you started with when you get, go to work. What is the typical... What is the typical... So before I go on stage, when I do stand-up, I don't like to eat dinner because I don't want to feel full. I want to feel like I'm light on my toes. I imagine before going into a... I don't think I've ever wanted to ha- have a big meal before having sex. That's not a thing. Uh, but sex on camera, I'm assuming, is very different from sex sure. off camera. For sure. Um, but let's start with the diet. What do you, what do you, what is your typical... Do you have a rider? Is there like a rider... <laughs> How does it work? I love these questions. I love that you are very like not part of this world. This is great. Uh, there is no rider, unfortunately. Maybe in some instances when you're not necessarily where you're a porn star, but you're not working in a porn capacity, there could be a rider. But uh, no, like if you're at a festival or something like that, like a yeah, meet and no. greet. Uh-huh. No, they're like, good luck. <laughs> we'll see you in an hour. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So you guys need to unionize and strike. You need a rider. So funny, isn't it? I saw you, uh, you striking with your boot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking a leg. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that you're very much on point with that not eating before you perform kind of thing. Like, that's very much me, too. Okay. So, if you could have a rider mm-hmm. of things that you want uh, in your green room. Is there a green room or you're just like There's hanging out, enough. hanging out in your, in your well, you car? Guys, most of the things that we're doing are 
like in a bed or in a house. So we rent a location mm. and then everybody kind of, usually they're pretty big houses. So there's plenty of space for the one room we're shooting in. And then like each of the girls, if it's multiple girls, each of the talent gets their own room to like unpack their shit and like have their own bathroom and just like chill until it's time to do stuff. And, uh, but if I could have a green room, I guess that is the green room. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you don't get a room. Sometimes it's just like, okay, this is the safe corner. You could put all your shit over there, but there's really nowhere to sit, but it's all part of being on location and all that kind of stuff. Um, if I could have a rider though, I would probably want, you know, when I was, a, when I was younger, I always thought like the green room was actually green. And I personally have a fetish and love for the color green. So I think in my green room, I would actually want it to be green. Okay. And that would be part of my thing because it is a very calming color to me. It puts me in the right headspace. It just like envelops me and I just want to be in the color green. And I just love it so much. So I think that would be like, if I could choose anything, <laughs> I would want a green serene room. I love that. They're like, okay, yeah, Lexi, uh, give us your list of what you want for your green room. Any foods, any drinks? And you're like, no, just paint it green. Yeah, that's all I need. I just, <laughs> like, I love color. And it's something that I incorporate into as much of what I do. Like, all my collections, everything I do is in rainbow order and just, like, living my life in color. So it's one of those really important pieces that, like, I feel it connect is connected to my mental health is being in the bright, colorful sunshine. <laughs> so do you guys – all right. Is there – I mean, are there snack breaks? <laughs> they bring they bring a snack like sometimes they bring like a, a tray of it depends on how big the production is. It depends on how many people there are. It depends like sometimes it's a four hour day. You're literally coming in. You're doing the dialogue quickly and then you're having sex and you're out of there. And it's not even worth taking a break for food. But mm -hmm. for the most part, there's always like a pack of gummies or a granola bar or uh, some I don't know, some, sometimes like a box of cookies, you know, just little things. Wow. So there's never been like a cook? like. Oh, no. The really? closest we get to that is like we get to order Postmates for lunch. Okay. That's okay. That's fun. Because no, there's no time for somebody to cook and then also be quiet while we're filming because you can't have it both ways. That makes sense. You don't want to hear like sizzling bacon in the back. Yeah, right. And nobody wants to smell food cooking while they're fucking. Like, it's just not a sexy thing. <laughs> Wait a second. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I would love the smell of like a bolognese on the... <laughs> just just steaming away while I'm having sex. Like, like what, if, what if like I open my shirt and you got a whiff of chicken noodle? Like... <laughs> it's not the worst. Like, oh, is this scratch and sniff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I imagine... It's funny. I wonder if the guys are more insecure about what they eat before than the girls are. Oh, I like, think they definitely are because, you know, when you eat, the blood goes to your stomach for digestion. So they have to really be careful, some of them, when they eat because the blood will not go to their penis. It will go to their stomach. Huh. Wait a second. That's a fun fact that I never thought about. Yeah, because your blood changes as you're digesting and yes. it goes to different places to support it. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of male talent that won't eat on set. Interesting. Um, and here's a question. This question, this is just for a friend. This is not for me. But there's no way these guys are lasting this long. Are they no. doing it in separate cuts? I mean, yes and no. It's You have to also think this isn't like super stimulating sex. So right. they're keeping it hard, but they're coming into my pussy at like an angle, right? So then we're opening up to the camera. So everything's happening, not in a natural position. So no. I think that helps sometimes because it doesn't feel too good. 
And it's a little bit easier to last when it's like, okay, only 30 more seconds. And then I can change. Like, it's a different mental game. I mean, okay. Uh, Does it take... I'm sure you're asked this question a lot. And again, not food related. I'm going to keep trying to bring it back to food, everyone. I know it's a food podcast, but I have some porn questions too. Does it take the joy out of non-porn sex for you? No, because that's part of like there are certain certain sex acts and things in sex that I keep sacred for my personal life. And I made that choice from the beginning. And I was like, I'm not going to do certain things and I'm not going to you know, give everything to the fans because then I think that it would very much overlap my real life and my real sex. And it would just kind of muddy, muddy the waters, if you will, in my brain. But yeah, I can definitely see how, if you've been doing this since you were 18 and you're 30, maybe that would change your perspective on sex and how sex is what the, what power sex has and all that kind of stuff, you know, but I started doing this when I was 26, which is very old for starting in the industry. Why? So, what happened that you started at 26? Uh, well, I was an elementary school teacher before this. So I was teaching. Shut up, Lexi Luna. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I taught elementary school for five years, got my degree for elementary ed, worked with special needs students, worked with English language learners, worked with all kinds of students and families and schools and charter and non-charter, all of it. I've done it all. And it just wasn't for me. I mean, that's quite a pivot, Lexi. I know. <laughs> But I was always meant to do more. And to now I feel like I get to reach so many more people and I get to teach them about sex in a way that's not shameful and that really like empowers them and gives them real world knowledge. You know, things like don't finger a girl in the club after, without washing your hands because you're probably going to give her an infection, you know, like th- and you I don't mean, think about these things. That's I think teach you. I, I feel like Nelson Mandela said that first. Uh, <laughs> it's just knowledge from the sages. Yeah. You know, <laughs> But I think there's a lot of shame in, in what I do. A lot of people try to put shame on me, which I don't accept. But at mm. the same time, you know, teaching people how to get out of that shameful pattern of sex is shame is kind of my thing. I really enjoy talking to adults and kind of changing their perspectives on sex and the way that their life has been taught to them up to that mm. point. Interesting. Um, I feel like it would be very intimidating when people go on dates with you. Do they do you do? Have you ever gone on a date where someone didn't know what you did for a living and then found out during the date? Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's what, tell me what that reveal is like. So, you know, it's one of those things I don't ever really want to talk about before because I don't I want to get to I want to see somebody talk to me because there's so many pieces in conversation that we miss when we do it via phones or text or whatever. I want to see the struggle on your face to try to come up with a the next, like, what are you going to say after I say that? And that right. is very telling to me how you're going to react, how your body will tell me what you're thinking <laughs> if you don't. Right. So kind of keeping tabs on like gauging, can this person handle this? Because I know it's a lot to, to all of a sudden be like, oh, and you have sex with a lot of other people on the regular. Um, I don't know if this is really the kind of relationship I'm looking for, you know, so, but I try to be honest about expectations of relationships and the lack of need for monogamy in relationships, in my opinion. And that part is really the thing that opens people's eyes more than me saying I'm a porn star is that like, uh, yes, I do porn. That is a performance. And yes, it is a physical performance, just like a dancer dances and uses their legs. I use my vagina to make this performance. Yeah. And so when I break it down like that, they're kind of like, okay, like they can start to see how 
maybe this is just me going to work. And it's not me having an, an emotional relationship and investment in what's happening between between two two stars, two performers. I mean, have you here's the thing. I mean, I've I'm an actor and I know a lot of actors who've fallen for their, you know, co-stars and sure. stuff like that. And they ain't fucking. They're just like having a conversation in the scene. Yeah. Um, has this ever happened where you've uh, had a relationship with one of the people that you're in a scene with? Uh, no, because I don't like to date the pool of people that I work with. I think that is where things get complicated. And I think that's where professionalism breaks down. And my main goal in all of this is to have a career and have a brand. And that's what I really want to push. I don't, I don't right. want to. I don't want to fuck where I, where I eat, you know, kind of thing. so it's, so you get it. And, and, but there are times where the chemistry feels real and it's like, Oh, like I could see how if I wasn't in this mental headspace of being a performer, I could see how people would fall in love on set because it is very rosy colored glasses. You're in this perfect position where everybody's consenting, everybody's into whatever you want to do for the scene. And it's like this golden opportunity to just, explore and be yourself and to do it in a safe, sane and consensual environment, really. Right. And that's that's the part that I think can get a little addictive is like, oh, this is like this scenario is, is laid out for me already. I don't have to worry about if he's into me or if this situ if he's OK with this role play or whatever, like it's already predetermined. Right. You can just fall into it and really enjoy it. But that can also be the danger. I mean, I could see it being fun. I don't know that I have it in me to be a porn star, but I feel like if there was like porn star camp, like oh, I like a that couple of months, <laughs> a couple of months, so, and then you shoot your first scene. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad drop me off you at know? camp. Training yeah. <laughs> <laughs> camp starts in the summer. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, but I did uh, recently do a scene where I uh, got to use a cucumber. So that brings it back. And she's the girl was like throwing stuff out of the fridge. And I was like, oh, the food waste, right? How dare she? <laughs> and uh, and then so there was some stuff on the ground. And I put a, a Granny Smith apple in her mouth to shut her up mm. as I was fingering him from behind. And then she put me up on the counter and I like grabbed a cucumber and started sucking it. So, um, well, <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back to the podcast. You're welcome. Sure I, know, I know my listeners were zoning out at all the talk of uh, fucking multiple partners and whatnot. They were like, bring it back to food. So um, the question I have to ask is what kind of cucumber was it? Was it a Persian cucumber? Or was it an English cucumber? You know, the English ones are the enormous ones. Sure. It the was Persian the Persian ones. Yeah, it was like Persian one. It was kind of a mixture, honestly. It was like, and they're, the Persian ones are usually kind of like have this pointy the pointy ends yeah by the way i'm i'm persian that's why i'm laughing <laughs> oh because i'm talking about your penis yeah you're talking about my pointy persian <laughs> cucumber I, I actually i always thought that i, I always had a lot of pride because i thought the persian cucumber was the enormous one oh. and then i found out no 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 that's the english one the persian one is the the tiny one that you can fit in your back pocket Ugh. um this was a mix because it wasn't it wasn't like super thick like the english one right right but Got it wasn't it. Yeah, I'm just going to stop <laughs> talking about the cucumber. No, this is why we're here. I mean, look, it's funny. <laughs> food, you're right, you're right. It's a little full circle because you have a lot of cucumber. It's your happy place. You it's love pickles. Oh, my gosh. I never even realized it until this very moment. See? It's Green Eggs and Dan making dreams come true. <laughs> Tell your friends, man. Yeah, you and the cucumber have always had a thing. Yeah. Have any of your elementary school students found out what you do? 
I hope not. When I taught fourth grade, which was the last grade I taught, now they would be, I think, seniors in high school. Oh, it's going to happen. Look, I, oh, was I, on, I was on a Disney show. Um, I played Falafel Phil. And uh, uh, all the kids Can you are do the now. Voice? Uh, oh, it is a very racist voice like this. <laughs> Sounds like one of the guys who works at your international market, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, all the kids who are watching it are like 21 and 22 now. And like, I'll be at a bar and someone will be like, holy fucking shit, it's Falafel Phil. <laughs> Falafel Phil. So it's gonna happen to you. Someone. Yeah. No, be... I get I get recognized at airports a lot because oh, I'm probably, really? I probably spend a lot of time at the airport because I'm back and forth all the time going to shoots and that kind of thing. But yeah, I get I a TSA agent actually like I had my bag. I was waiting for my shit to come out, and he's like, "Hey," and I was like, "Hi," <laughs> and he was like, um, "Are you Lexi Luna?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "It's really nice to meet you." I was like, "Cool, you too." And then he was like, have a nice day. I was like, you too. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's this, fun. <laughs> this begs the question. Um, out in the wild, do you prefer to meet people who have no idea who you are or people who know exactly who you are? Because there's also maybe, and th- again, you might say, no, Dan, you're being an asshole. But there's something about the guy who knows all the names of the sep- of every single porn star that you're like a little like, um, a little creepy, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess I get it because we know the names of a lot of movie actors. It's the same difference. Fandom yeah. is fandom. Like you can list probably 10 famous people right now just off the top of your head. It's the same idea. It's just some people are into seeing those people naked and not yeah. just in regular movies. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would rather I, when it comes to meeting people, it's a mixed bag because most of the time my fans are really great and they're easy to communicate with and they don't come up to me at inappropriate times and they're not like, oh my God, it's Lexi Luna, you guys, she's a porn star, you know? You're like, uh, guys, I'm at church, please. This is not the place. <laughs> <laughs> my skin's already burning. Like, we don't need to make me more embarrassed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would much rather somebody knows who I am. Uh, but also... I feel like that's all I get is like people who, because I, they recognize me in the depths of no makeup. Like I'm at the airport going on a one hour flight to literally just go to the other place. So it's like, they recognize me to the point where I don't feel like I look like Lexi Luna at that moment. And they're still like into it. So interesting. So fascinating. I got to start carrying like stickers or something. It's like, congrats. You met me in person. (laughs) I know. Seriously. That would be very fun. Lexi had a sweet Asian sauce in her fridge that we couldn't identify, but we did a little digging after the episode and found out it was actually something called Thai sweet soy sauce, which begged the question, what other soy sauces do the Thai use? The answer, they have four different ones. First is Thai light soy sauce. This is the Thai equivalent of a Chinese or Japanese soy, your basic everyday soy sauce. Then there's Thai mushroom light soy sauce, a version of Thai light soy sauce that is flavored with mushrooms for a little extra umami. Then there's Thai dark soy sauce, which is slightly sweet from added palm sugar molasses. And then there's Lexi sauce, Thai sweet soy sauce. It's like Thai black soy sauce with much more added sugar. It has a thick, syrupy consistency, dark color, and very sweet flavor. It's sometimes used in noodles and stir-fry dishes, as well as dipping sauces. So that's what Lexi's mystery sweet Asian sauce was. Also, funny enough, her next movie is going to be called Lexi's Mystery Sweet Asian Sauce. 
Okay, I'm going to get to the questions that I ask uh, every guest on my podcast, uh, starting with, what is your earliest food memory? Um, I actually t- made this on a previous podcast. I made what's called the Honey Puff Pancake. Honey Puff Pancake is a very easy mix of ingredients. Um, some honey, some stuff to make a pancake, some eggs, some flour, milk, etc., you bake it in a cast iron skillet. It puffs up. And then basically <clears throat> when you pull it out, you put a mixture of lemon juice and sugar. So it makes like a little glaze and you kind of put that on top. And it, that's the, that's the whole thing. So it's just, it's like a bunch of eggs. That's the protein. Yeah. And then it just puffs up and it's called the honey puff. And it's one of those Saturday morning. It's great to reheat, like packed with protein. Don't have to worry about and that's an easy breakfast for somebody who doesn't like to eat breakfast. Okay, couple things. Number one, I think you're describing a Dutch baby. That's the other name for it is Dutch baby. I don't know. Found it in a newspaper. Okay, got recipe it. Recipe from a newspaper. <laughs> but wait, how is that your that's your earliest food memory from when you yes, were a kid? Like that. Yeah. So really? that was like a, a recipe that was like clipped out and like pasted on the uh, cabinet door. Right. Oh, that's like, cute. did you ever do that? That's or, cute. Like, yeah. The, yeah. So, we're you know, da- we're dating ourselves. We're like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you'd cut it out of the local paper and put it on with a magnet. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love a person. <laughs> I don't know what's a sexier name. Dutch baby or honey puff pancake. They're both pretty fucking hot. HPP. <laughs> um, I do love those. They're delicious and they're very fun to make and they do rise and it's like exciting. And it's so exciting. But then like, after a minute, they're just sad. It's like a souffle, yeah. but it is. It's actually <laughs> it's exactly like a souffle. It's just you don't have the you don't beat the egg whites to a stiff peak. So Oh yeah. Doesn't... Tell me about that stiff peak. Lexi, 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 keep it together. Okay. okay. Lexi, stop it. <laughs> but Lexi, the stiff peak. Lexi, we have nine more questions to get okay, to. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. What is your Death row meal. Let's think of a reason that Lexi is in death on death row. Okay. Um, you get to a shoot. You're in the middle, mid-scene, and someone starts making chicken parmesan in the other room. You fucking lose your mind. You're like, not in my set. And then you, uh, you go kill that person. Now you're on death row. Okay. What are you going to have as your death row meal? Uh, probably caviar service. Really? Yeah. That's fun. I like that. Something a little different. Like I could have so much of it before I. Yeah, was that's a good one because then the prison's going to be out of business from spending all the money on that. Boom! Double whammy. <laughs> Double whammy. Uh, what's the best high-end meal you've ever had? So you live in Las Vegas. Do you? I do. I have a place in both LA and Vegas, okay. and go back and forth between the two. Give me what. Um, stone crab at the Water Grill in LA. Um, stone crab. Stone Crab is a Miami Florida import. Florida delicacy, yes. Yeah, and they have one in Vegas. Uh, Joe's Stone Joe's. Crab. Joe's, mm-hmm, Joe's. Uh, and what's the LA one? There's, it's, they have it in a few places, but it's the Water Grill in Santa Monica, I believe. Oh, yes, the Water Grill. Okay, fantastic. That's a nice one, too. Um, yeah, so, I mean, living in LA, are you on the Strip a lot, or do you stay off? Because there's actually really good food options off the Strip as well. Yeah, I... Uh, I live in Porn Valley, so I'm not really like... <laughs> Wait, what's Porn Valley? I don't even know. What uh, well, is. you know, in LA, the Porn Valley is where all the porn is made. And yes. Yeah, so that's, 
that's the like main drag where all of us are. Wait, so are you in LA or are you in Vegas? Currently, I'm in Vegas, but I will be oh. in LA tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. So you live in the Valley. Got it. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in the Valley? There's a lot of wonderful restaurants popping up there. Um, what do I like in the Valley? I, <laughs> if I'm going somewhere every day, it's honestly Joe's Pizza. Mm. Joe's Pizza is the best, like big slices, size of your head kind of type of pizza, a New York style, and that is definitely they know me by name at this point. Wait, do you go to the Joe's Pizza that's in Sherman Oaks? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to turn you on to something really cool. Right, because that Joe's Pizza is, is great. And I do love Joe's Pizza. It's That's the one that famous Joe started on Carmine Street in New York yes. City. Uh. And it's very, very good pizza. But right next to it, there's a place uh, that is making um, these like puff pastry things called... Barekas. Barekas, yes. Yes. I, every time I go in there, they're already sold out. Really? Yes, they have like nothing. It is a it is a morning game. It is a morning game, absolutely. And what I'll typically do is I will sometimes order the bareka, uh, and then I'll go get a slice of pizza like a garbage yes. human being. Yes. And while I wait for my bareka, I'll be sitting uh, at Joe's Pizza. Okay, let me tell you what I do on that strip. I get okay. the slice of pizza. But first, I go order ramen at the place next door to pizza in between barrecas and pizza oh my god you're disgusting (laughs) so i get a ramen while they're making the ramen i go and order the pizza i eat the slice of pizza because it will be ready before the ramen and then i go next door and i sit outside and i eat the ramen oh my god we have the same routine but you do the ramen and i do the barrecas yeah oh my god it's like when harry (laughs) you do this irl (laughs) seriously (laughs) that would be very fun that is the parking lot of doom it is the worst parking lot. It's disgusting. It, it's it's Dante's fifth rung of hell. It's <laughs> awful. Okay, so what is the best low-end meal that you've ever had? I just love the two cheeseburger meal at McDonald's. Whoa, you basic ass basic. bitch. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. And it's not a double cheeseburger. It is two cheeseburgers. Mm. I love that you said that because I am on your side here. I think that a double patty and a burger is always the ratios are off. Yep. It's not right. There's you need like another piece of bread patty. in between it if you're going to have two patties. Exactly. I'm with like you. Like the Big Mac. Like the Big Mac. Exactly. What is your... Well, you're not you're not that much of a drinker, so... No. Um, but there are occasions. Okay. So what's your favorite drunk food when you're drinking? Uh, nachos. Nachos. Easy like, to share, easy to take a little bit or a lot and not get like food shamed for eating too much. Like a fully loaded nacho situation. Yes, everything. And my preference is melted cheese, nacho cheese instead of shredded, but I'll take shredded. No, you need to have the garbage melted cheese yes, on the that. one that comes in like the five can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want a little I want it to like the squeeze bottle thing that's like yeah. yes. the gross sound as yeah. it comes out. I want there to be fake green chilies in it. Like this is <laughs> yeah. nacho cheese. Yes. Like Goya canned <laughs> fake. <laughs> um, what is, uh, do you have a hangover cure? Uh, French toast sticks from like Burger King or what's the one with Carl's Jr. I was like, what's the one where Paris Hilton ate that messy burger? <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever had French toast sticks. You are missing. Does it taste like a churro kind of? You know, a little bit, but it's a lot more bread than it mm. is like dough. Okay, got it. It's more bready. Got it. But it has to be sticks. It cannot be a full slice. I love, I love how anything you say sounds 
hot and sexy. You're like, it's more pretty. <laughs> oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> well, you know, I talk to the fans all day <laughs> in this sexy, breathy voice. <laughs> you could just turn anything into sexy. It's like, absolutely. Thursday's garbage day. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. All right. What do you have to take out for garbage day? <laughs> Ooh, make sure your recycling's in the blue bin. <laughs> I think you have a future as a voice actor for porn. <laughs> if we ever need anybody to dub over moans, I think. I can do, I'll dub them over for different languages. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know for the for the South American market, it's it's not O-O, it's I-I. So <laughs> I'll be the I-I guy. <laughs> Who is your favorite celebrity food personality? Um, I have a personal friend, chef. Uh, the, he's a pastry chef, uh, George Geary. He does the morning shows in like San Diego and he has Amazon's number one cheesecake book and he's just oh, cool. a awesome stand-up guy and an excellent cheesecake. Shout out to George Geary. Let's give, give out his Instagram so people can see it. It's georgegeary.com. I'm not sure about his Instagram. Okay, I don't, cool. I do not have Instagram on my phone if I'm being a hundred percent honest because it is bad for my mental health. So I download it for like a time where I need to upload something and I delete it. Good so, for you. That's the fucking way to do it. Yeah. Good for you. It just got to the point where I've been losing my account so freaking often. I'm on my fifth Instagram in eight years now almost. Yeah, I was shocked actually because I did look at your Twitter. Your Twitter has got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of action going on. There's like naked pictures of you on it. And I'm like, how is this allowed? I don't get it. Twitter's a, it's allowed on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, it goes. It's a part of the terms of service. You can be nude. Oh, OK. Well, that's why we're all on Twitter. Thank you, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was the previous guy who oh. <laughs> originally made the terms of service. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy J- Jack Dorsey. It's at Chef Geary, G-E-A-R-Y, like the car gear. Okay, cool. What is your desert island food? So you're trapped on a desert island. One food you're going to eat for the rest of your life. You will never get tired of it. What is it? Corn. Corn. So you can even make corn sound sexy. Corn. Corn always. Always. Really? Cobb, creamed, frozen, canned, elote, all of it. Whoa. Every way. I will have corn every way. I'll even, I will even have the corn on the cob of the frozen corn, which we all know is trash and is always mushy and doesn't have any flavor. But I will even in a pinch take that corn. Wait, hold on. The corn on the cob that's frozen? What do you Yeah, like about? in the freezer, they're like the little, they're like little sixths of a cob. And they're tiny and they're like, they're meant to be like boiled on on the oh, main. I know what you're talking about. Those little weird corns. Not the not the little corns like the the salad corns. Yeah, they're what are like, those ah. fucking salad corns? What are those? Oh, they're so weird. I don't think they're corn. They feel like something okay. else that's shaped into corn. <laughs> they just mold them into corn. Yeah, it's like the Pringles of corn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about actual ears of corn. They're just cut into like small like hand size pieces oh, in the gotcha. of where frozen corn is. They got the bag kernel corn and then they've got the ones that are actually on the cob. You know, yesterday I was at Trader Joe's and I saw they had an elote, frozen elote, which mm. I was like, oh, I don't know about that one, Trader yeah. Joe's. Yeah, it's a little But weird. I love, do you ever make elote? Uh, sometimes there's a great dip called everything and the elote, I believe from Trader Joe's. Oh my but God. It's a great dip. So you don't have to like do all the work. You can just reap the benefits. That's cute. I like that. Is there a food you can't stand eating? Anything mushy. Anything that tastes like raw tuna on the ends or like t- texture tastes. I just can't do the like the mealy. Yeah. Like 
thinking of sushi. I just hate sushi. I think that's what it is. Oh, really? <laughs> thing raw like that. I, and wow. when I go to a restaurant and I order salmon, I always have to make sure that they cook it all the way because usually salmon is cooked, prepared medium well in restaurants. And I am not about that life. Holy cow. That's really interesting. What about with meat? Do you like meat medium rare or rare or any of that? I or? do medium to medium well. Medium well for a burger because honestly, it's too much juice and everything else in the burger and just sops everything up. So I do medium well to have less of the red. Yeah. Getting out of my burger as I'm like. It's so funny. We're opposites on that. I like it. Like I want the heart still beating on the steak when it's broken. Yeah. It's just too. There's not enough like thickness in the consistency of that. I need something to chew. Okay, Lexi. (laughs) You're like, I deal with all the pieces that are like the double entendres. You're like, I deal with mushy liquids at work all the time. (laughs) All I want is something solid when I get home. (laughs) Which is funny because my favorite dessert is a boiled banana cake. Which is inherently mushy. Yeah. But it's different because it's it's a it's like the Sweet. text of the banana banana comes together more firmly. So it doesn't feel like it's breaking apart in my mouth. And I think that's really the the main thing about like like when you think of a tuna roll, that tuna on the inside, if you eat it by itself, is just like pieces. Okay, I see what you're saying, but I think it might correct me if I'm wrong. Does it have to do with maybe you're okay with say you're okay with sweet mushy, but you're not okay with savory mushy? Could be. I do have a huge sweet tooth. Yeah. I was a, it was a toss up between corn and candy for my desert island. Oh my the god! Last, last meal thing. I you know it's I funny. I hate candy. I can't stand candy. Why? I'm a chocolate person. Okay. I mean, I like it all. Anything that literally has sugar, I'm in. Yeah. Cotton candy. I went to Chicago and I went to the plate, the Carnival restaurant, which is fantastic. And then I saw they were taking out like cotton candy to people. And I was like, what's with the cotton candy? I don't see it on the menu. And they're like, oh, it's for birthdays. So I was like, I'm going to need one of those. You're like, it's charge sudden- me, but it's- I'm going to need one. You're like, it's suddenly my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Like all of a sudden I was like, you can charge me whatever you want on the bill. I need a glass full of cotton candy and some popcorn, caramel oh popcorn. God. That's so funny. Okay, we're up to the last question. First of all, before we get to the last question, I must say, I had no idea going in how this was going to go. It's always a, it's always a crapshoot when it's like someone who's who I don't know, sure. especially a crapshoot when it's someone from an industry I don't know. This sure. was a delight. I had so much fun. I had fun. so much fun with you, too. <laughs> and uh, it was so, so insightful. I learned a lot about about. <laughs> The food and porn industry, which, uh, you know, severely lacking. There needs to be a craft service off-site so that the smells don't get in the <laughs> way of the performance. Agree. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the – I'm going to run the, the union. I'm going to take over Please. the porn industry. I think you guys oh, that would be awesome. a you leader. Think, I think – and, you know, a male leader would really, really make it a whole lot easier for all of us poor little yes, porn yes. people. Yes, um, <laughs> You can Just call kidding. me the union pimp. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay. Yes, please come unionize us. I would love to. Um, but before I do, we're up to my last question. My favorite question, which is, what are your restaurant pet peeves? Children. Great one. Number Great one. Great one. I don't think anyone has ever said that on the podcast. And that's a perfect. Is the realist answer? Yeah. And everybody wants to just pretend that they don't mind when children scream in restaurants, but they mind. They only oh don't God. mind when it's their own child because they can't control it. 
restaurants are not a place to teach your children manners. You do that at home and then you bring them out to restaurants so that they can practice the manners they already know. They are not learning manners in a restaurant. Preach. I'm snapping my fingers. Thank you. Preach. Uh, It's just one of those things that is unnecessary. It is too expensive to dine out for me to be listening to your brat kid screaming about his iPad. I am... 100% 100% with you. And then the iPad's on and the sound is on. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with you a million percent. In fact, I'm going to take it a step further. I don't want to hear you talk about your kids. Yeah. If, I'm, if, if you're eating with me. I don't yeah. want to hear about how they did in school. I don't want to hear about how they did in sports. I don't want you to have their fucking live cam on your phone <laughs> of them sleeping in their stupid crib. Yeah, with their stupid nanny cam hovering over them at every fucking second so you can make sure they're still breathing. Yeah, no. We don't give a fuck. No. I give zero fucks. I've actually left restaurants because they said, well, we're a family friendly restaurant because I've asked them to move me twice. I was like, oh, well, then I'll just find somewhere else to eat because I'm just not like I'm not going to sit there with a party of 16 fucking eight year olds who just got off of baseball practice. Like it's not not going to happen because I I told him I was like, I don't talk about topics that are safe for children to hear. So right, right. and they were like, oh, we're a very family friendly restaurant. I was like, I'll find somewhere else to eat. Yeah. I don't want to sit next to children. <laughs> You know, the two times that I've the well, no, that's not true. I, I asked I, I asked to move a lot in a restaurant, but one is for, <laughs> one is for kids. The other, the last time was a table of dudes sat down. Um I already know. And they had such strong cologne on. Oh, yeah. That is that the I was worst. like, this is going to ruin my meal. It's yep. going to ruin my meal. And I had to get out of there. Yeah. So I moved. I've actually I've been asked to move because I've been in this restaurant on several different occasions where I had a seat in different parts of the restaurant and I know what the service is like in different parts of the restaurant. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm a local. You're not shoving me in the fucking back with everybody else who sucks. I want a main dining room at the bar. Like I tell them when I when I make a reservation, I know exactly where I want to sit. Wait, where is this? Piero's. Oh, Piero's. Okay, got it. Um, I love it. Well, again, Lexi, thank you so much. I look forward to going to a trash strip mall and getting barracas and pizza and ramen with you yes we should do Um, full circle full circle met in real life (laughs) (laughs) tell all the listeners where they can find you you can find everything lexi luna at iwantlexi.com and that's lexi spelled l-e-x-i Fantastic. Um, And I will say uh, from personal experience, since I met Lexi over Twitter, uh, her work is profound. It's wonderful. (laughs) It is a it is a a sight for the eyes. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm a sweet, sensual lover, and I just want everybody to be entranced by me. So if you're looking for something that's like not crazy and rough and all that, I'm your sweet, sensual milf. Yeah, enough of the Brazzers, okay? Take, <laughs> take a break from the Brazzers. <laughs> yeah. Brazzers is great, but it is also like, you know, everybody's got their own style, and I hope to find my people. Yeah, you need you need to, if we can bring it back to food, you don't always want to have fine dining. You don't always want to have a, a, a tr- trash slice of pizza. But you need to at least diversify your porn portfolio, just like I encourage you to diversify your food portfolio. What an excellent segue into the end that was. (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.